Hello, and welcome to this Explore Analytics training module. Today, we're going to cover a very popular way of visualizing data, the chart view. Charts are great anytime you want to create a rich visual experience for your users to understand the data. From the Explore Analytics user interface, we're going to create this the same way we'd create any other type of view. I go to the File menu, and I select New View. Then I need to select the data source and table that we're going to draw the data from for this uh, chart. So I'm going to select Service Now, and I'm going to select the Incident Table. Again, there's always a type ahead to help me find the table from among the tables available in the data source, and I'll select Next. And I'll have here the view name, and I'm going to select a chart, and we'll call it my first chart. And if I'd like to, I could check this off to add it to the left-hand favorites menu, but for right now, I'll leave that unchecked, and I'm going to click Finish. There'll be a message, as always, that tells us that any time we create a, a view in Explore Analytics, changes we make are automatically saved. But because this is a chart, Explore Analytics is going to ask us what type of visualization we want for our chart. Now, we're not going to, in this video, cover each of these types of reports. Many of them have their own videos and, and their own documentation online. We're going to focus on the category chart because that's the one that we see the most uh, being utilized. It's the basic entry-level way of visualizing data. And we'll also touch on the timeline. But as I said, we'll start with the category and let's begin. Just to cover the parts of where you define the chart, as with the other types of views, the left-hand menu is the Choose Fields dialog. Now for charts, the options here are going to vary based on what type of chart. So you can see that because this is a category chart, our options have to do with how we're categorizing the data. And then similar to pivots, we have an area where we can define the values, which I'll touch on a little bit more in a moment. Now, in addition to this Choose Fields dialog, there's those another important way to define charts that's specific to charts, which is this. This is called the chart settings menu. You can hide the chart settings menu at any time by clicking the X, or you can restore it by clicking that chart settings button. But there's a lot in terms of how the chart that you're looking at is going to be visualized that's defined here. For example, the most common thing people are looking for is to be able to visualize this category chart in a few different ways. So right now we're looking at this as a vertical bar, but I could also say a horizontal bar, line or pie or donut. We won't go through all of the settings that are available here in the, the chart settings, but we will touch on some of the most commonly used ones. So let's get started defining this category chart. Because it's a category chart, we'll start with the categorization, which is how the bars or slices of pie are going to be cut up. For the first one, I'm going to select the category field, so we'll see bars representing each of the different categories of incidents. And you can also further break that up by selecting a secondary category, which in this case, I'm going to select priority. So now you can see that there are clusters of bars, the uh, each grouping of, of which is the category. And within that, it's broken down into the priority. You could go further into subcategory, but at a certain point, it might start to look a little bit crowded together. So, you know, two levels of categorization is very key. In addition to being able to break this down into categories, I have some other controls to be able to refine the data that I'm looking at. 
the most important one is the filter data. This allows us to have the AND and OR conditions that let us define what data is going into this report. And the filter output, which allows us to filter on the uh, results of this report. So for example, if I want to show only the ones where there's more than 100 incidents that are critical, I can do that here. And then lastly, I can also sort these. So by cl clicking here, I could sort by category, or I can sort from the ones that have the most or the least uh, in each category. So by selecting that, you can see that inquiry has the most, so it comes up first, rather than going at alphabetically by category. And then finally, I can select the animation. So uh, what the animation does is it provides a dropdown that the viewer of the report can use to be able to switch between another dimension of grouping. So in this case, I've used assignment group, and I can now switch between Boise. I could see what database is doing. So again, by selecting that animation button, that gives me the capability to provide another level of grouping. What you'll notice very quickly is that with a category chart, you have a lot of ways to slice and dice the data. You can see here already three levels of categorization, and then on top of that, this animation. So you really can slice and dice this as far as you need to. If that isn't enough for you, the other thing that we can start to look at are these values. So as you may have seen in the pivots, in charts, we also default to the count. So right now it's showing me the number of incidents uh, in each of these areas. But I can bring any kind of a value here and be able to do it, whether it's pulling a numer numeric field or a duration field. I'm gonna show you another very interesting thing that you can do. Uh, so I'm going to find the caused by change field. I'm going to drag this into the values. Now in this case, in addition to simply counting, we also have things like counting distinct or counting non-empty. Counting non-empty, which I'm going to do right now, says bring me back the number of rows that don't have any value in those caused by change. So in this case with incidents, it means that some change did cause this incident. So I'm going to say incidents caused by change. I'm also going to click this and click the pencil icon to relabel the count to be, say, total incidents. Right, so now we have two values here, and this might be an interesting real-world example. We have two parallel bars. Uh, they're now stacked so that uh, we can lay them out in an easier way. And we're seeing side-by-side side the total number of incidents and the number of incidents that are caused by change. You'll notice that because we have multiple values, there are actually two separate axes, right? This is useful when you have uh, two things that are being measured in different ways. So for example, if one of your values is the number of incidents and the other value is the percent of incidents, then you may want to have separate y-axes. But this is another one of those important chart settings that you can set. By selecting merge, we're actually going to compare apples to apples. So regardless of whether it's total incidents or the cause by change, they're using the same axis, which in this case makes sense because they're both counts. They're just counts of slightly different things. So I can see that overall, there's two, two for inquiry help, there's 2,900 incidents in total. 2,700 of them were tied to some initial change. 
As with pivots, I also have the ability to click this button to do a calculation. So I could say the total incidence minus the incidence caused by change is going to give me the incidence not caused by change. And you can see here that I now have a third bar. If you've gone through our pivot video, you'll see that a lot of these controls with values are very similar including the ability to select display as. So if you'd like to see it as a percent difference between categories or a running total or a percent of category, you can do that. But for right now, I think we have a really great real world example where we're comparing total incidents, the incidents caused by change and the incidents not caused by change. So we have multiple ways of categorizing the data, multiple values that we can put together, this dropdown that lets us see all of those, including the uh, calculated fields. But if you still want to give the user who's viewing this even more control, what we can do is set up a drill down path. A drill down path means that when they click on this tooltip, they'll actually be able to drill into further charts within this chart. And let me show you what I mean. I'm going to select the pencil icon on whatever the most specific level of categorization is. So in this case, secondary category, because that's the, the lowest level of categorization we have and I'm going to select the drill down button. Now I can add a new path that allows the user to drill down into further categorizations. So for example, I would like to see based on the company of the person who submitted the issue, and we'll just call that company, and maybe even a further level, which is the uh, department of the person who opened this issue, and we'll call this caller and maybe a second tree for the configuration item. So we'll start with uh, the class of the configuration item. And then furthermore, by walking onto this related fields, the model of the configuration item. The reason we're doing this is because we want the user to be able to drill further in and get more information. Maybe it's something that we don't want to display to every user in the chart, but might be useful for them to dig further into. So for example, if I look at these incidents not caused by change, now when I left click on this to, to keep this tooltip open, I have here, I can see all these different levels of priority of incident. And then I now have the ability to drill down to company or class. Let's take a look at what that will look like for the user. I'm gonna uncheck so that we're only gonna look at the critical incidents and say, well, show me the class of the CI for all of those incidents. So now you'll see that it's all broken down. Filtered on priority one is critical. And we can see for each of these bars, it's now broken down by the configuration item class. I can see the drill down as part of my breadcrumb path. So before we were looking at my first chart on the incident table in ServiceNow, and now we're at a drill down. So at any time I can return by selecting my way up. These are part of the rich interactive controls that exist throughout Explore Analytics charts. Again, we're not going to have the chance to go into all the different charts and all the interactive controls, but again, you want to explore those as you go. Same with all of these uh, chart settings that I touched on before. The more advanced of a chart you have, the more things that are going on, the more that they, these chart settings will give you some great control. So for example, value labels, which allow me to put the values of the bars, in this case a breakdown so I can see each of the bars, how much is in each slice. 
Congratulations, you now have everything you need to create your first chart. To show you a little bit of how some of these controls are similar from chart to chart, I'm going to click this change chart button to turn it into another type of chart, and I'm going to select the timeline. Now, when you switch different between different types of charts, a lot of things will carry over. So in this case, one of the levels of categorization, the assignment group, the value fields. But one thing you'll notice is that now, because we're looking at this at a timeline, we're going to start with a date time field. We want to select for the for timelines what date time is going to be the, the x-axis that we're following along. So I'm going to select the open by month. And I'm going to remove some of these extra values so that we don't have to uh, see them all at once. So now I have a timeline that's grouped by month, secondary categories priority, so we're seeing these as bars, and it's showing me the no number of total incidents. And as with the other types of reports, you can see the commonality. I can switch between types, bar, line. I can show things like put markers on. I can show trend lines and things like that. There's also more interactive controls specific to this report. I can drag my way to see a stretch of time within this, or I can use the chart settings to be able to move my way through. Thanks for taking a look at this uh, training module on creating charts. Uh, if you want more information, you can always go to our wiki to find more information about some of those specific types of charts that, that we didn't cover today. There's also additional videos on our YouTube channel, and there will be more training modules further in this channel for more functionality of Explore Analytics. Thank you for joining us, and good luck creating some rich visualization charts.